let's do a mic check. This is the mic check. That's pretty nice. Thanks. Is that good ASMR right there? I don't know. I'll have to see how it sounds in the mic. But in person, I actually kind of like it. It sounds very, like, controlled. Yes, you know? it like, is controlled. Soft and controlled. I like that. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to Untitled Van Life Project, the podcast. My name is Amy. Next to me, I've got my co-host and van life partner, Caleb. Hello. And non-van life partner, just life partner. But thank you so much for joining us in today's episode of our van life series. And currently, you know what? Everything is falling apart in the van right now, so it feels like a perfect time to sit down and podcast. Seems a little dramatic. It is a little dramatic, but we're dealing with hundreds upon hundreds of flies in our van right now. Um, the table literally just like lost a screw as we were pulling it out. Two pod- screws. Yeah, we lost one last night and one just now. One in which you stepped on. I did step on it last night. Puncture your foot. It did a little bit. Um... So, yeah, everything's going great. We love living in a van. Van life is awesome. Everyone should do it. Cheers. It's literally the dream. <laughs> We're out here like an hour and a half east of Denver. Northeast. In the northeast. Literally, basically Kansas, Nebraska, just Midwest. It's flat. It's There's cows. Dry. And, yeah, where there, there's lots of cows. And where there are lots of cows, there's lots of cow patties. And where there are lots of cow patties... There are lots, lots of flying friends. Yeah, so currently we have, I'm not kidding when I say hundreds, maybe, definitely hundreds. Oh, did you almost say thousands? Almost. But definitely hundreds of flies in the van right now. And it's kind of a catch-22 because we try to open the door to kick them out, but then I think more just get in when we do that. Um, and it's kind of wild how quickly just being trapped in a small space with hundreds of flies will just like make you feel unhinged Do i really feel think a little well, unhinged? yeah i did last night i think we've honestly it's been a battle for the last 36 <laughs> hours um yes. i i don't know like this is the most flies i've ever seen in one area before i think i don't know what attracted them to our van it's water and food I think. Okay. Yeah. Which, yes, it's... Which we can't get... We can't not have that on us, so... Yeah, and we can't not really have it hidden. It's just... It's here. But another reason I think there's lots of flies is we are on, like, parked towards the... Like, on the shore Mm -hmm. of a reservoir... A pretty like marshy reservoir but most of the marshy area has kind of like dried up and so it's pretty it looks like i can't we haven't been to the water but you kind of see it in the distance and it looks like you know very stagnant still water Mm -hmm. um so i think that attracts bugs (laughs) on top of that yes lots of cows and cow patties attract flies and bugs and for some reason it looks like we have started our own there's literally five flies on your computer right now um (laughs) oh my god as we're recording this podcast like it's been that kind of battle since yesterday like they slowly just trickled in i guess but well i loved your your idea yesterday to get rid of them it was very primal of you to think of this idea and i really liked it um do you want to share with the class yeah i'll I'll share with the class (laughs) um but yeah it has been you know we've we've dealt with some fly issues before in the van here and there like certain areas we park where there's cows around um within you know like a half day of keeping our door open it's like oh man we have like 15 flies in here yeah which is doable 
in van compared life. I think. Yes. Yeah. Compared yes. to this, we have started like a rescue farm for the flies. <laughs> yeah. That's what, I don't I don't know what is going on here, but literally <laughs> last night if you just waved your arms, it was like a swarm. Mm-hmm. And I do think, you know, that would be a deal breaker for somebody. If that was if this was last night was their first night ever in a van and that situation happened, I think they would run a lot of people out. Oh, it for was sure. that intense. For sure. I mean, I feel like that's a big thing for a lot of people when they consider this lifestyle is just bugs in general oh my god look at how many are on the sink right now oh they're congregating but it is it's just bugs in general and so yes when they're actually in your living space like they were last night and like they literally are right now um it's 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 a lot (laughs) so yeah it got to a point it was like a fly apocalypse and uh, we had to do something because yeah we were it was getting cold at night so we were trying to lock the van and stay in here but then if we close the doors the flies can't get out Mm -hmm. and so but they um, also can't get in but they also can't get in it's a catch-22 there which is what we've been doing with this morning but last night i came up with the idea that maybe we could like smoke them out because i've heard that smoke is a deterrent to flies sometimes in spaces so we burned a piece of toast. <laughs> we locked everything down. We locked everything down and just like got... <laughs> Santiago became a sweat lodge and we burned a piece of toast. Just let the smoke rise and rise Just let and it rise. keep burning. Not not on fire. We were making sure it did not catch fire. Yeah, yeah. But just kept burning to smoke enough to where, yeah, the whole place was smoky. <laughs> and then in one... One fell swoop. One, that, that's the word I was looking for. In one fell swoop, Amy went out... Opened the back doors and I just went. I grabbed like two towels and went like ninja on their ass. It's just like, wah! It's like, <laughs> trying to get them all to just go out the back of the van. And I think it did pretty good. It definitely like cold. It cold the herd. It helped. Um, there were still lots of flies in here, but it helped. You know, it yeah. felt like a lot of effort though for a small amount of payback. I think. Um, but like at that point, we went. Pro- we probably. I think. We cut their numbers in half at yeah. that point. Not after they left after that. And that was a huge win. And I know a lot of you might be thinking, like, okay, invest in a fly swatter. Get one of those, like, fly zap thing or thingamajigs. And you know what? I don't know. Maybe we'll get to that point. It's hard for me. I know it's hard for me to kill animals, even if it's a fly. I know they're small. They can be pesty, pesky, but... It's still a challenge for me, and that's always typically not even an option for me in my mind. Um, if it is ever an option, it's literally the last, 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 last resort. So trying to not do that. We have we know some natural ways to deter flies are cinnamon. So we literally, I feel like you sprinkled some cinnamon in random spots in the van this morning. And we have it just sitting out open on our counter. Which Another, you can smell it. Yeah. Another so. deterrent is um, diffusing oils like eucalyptus, lavender, and peppermint. Um, we did have some eucalyptus oil on us, but it was a very, or basically out. Um, so we are diffusing the last of that eucalyptus oil, but we need to pick some more up. So hopefully, once we get more of that, maybe sprinkle some more cinnamon over the place. Hopefully that'll help um, help help with our situation. But another thing you might be wondering is, okay, if the flies are so bad... Why are you there? <laughs> Why not just leave? And we could leave. That's true. We could leave. But as we've talked about so many times on this podcast before, we are currently in the shoulder season. We are in fall. We are in Colorado. Fall in Colorado, living in a van, 
has its challenges. It's basically fall in Colorado and a van is like winter. Basically, yeah, because kind of. few reasons. Obviously, if you're in Denver or you're in a Denver, Colorado Springs, one of the cities, it still feels really nice there. But we can't really live in the van of the cities. We have to go out to the mountains. The mountains right now, sometimes during the day might be fine and enjoyable, but at night, I mean, they're getting down to the 20s. Um, I think I see some days next week and this weekend where we think they are getting down into the teens. So that's not very comfortable for us. <laughs> so yeah, the trade-off is we decided to go east mm -hmm. into farmlands mm -hmm. and farmlands not only has farm animals it has farm flies yeah and so now we have started our own fly farm here but it has warmer weather so so yeah that's the trade-off we've been able to piece. be outside i don't know why we we come out here to be outside and the flies come inside it's weird why don't they want <laughs> to be outside stages. they have a whole world out here full of cow patties to do their thing on and yet they want to be here yeah inside this confined space so lots of living organisms currently inside the van Yes, yeah, so if you have any advice or any recommendations on how to get rid of flies without just swatting and zapping away, please let us know. We would love to take any and all suggestions in. Yeah, I've, I've been threatening them with violence. They don't seem to be responding to that. But yeah, we're trying not to kill them. And this is, I mean, being taking this route with quote-unquote pests is very difficult yeah and we've done it with not in the van but we've done it with mice before in our house um and and that was never a good situation trying to get rid of mice families uh without it, killing them without killing yeah. them it was we never really got rid of the problem um it but we weren't killing them so you know i don't know yeah, it just I is what it is either. we're all we're all trying to just coexist in this on this planet right yeah, and flies are uh, apparently like a crucial, um, and they play a crucial and important role in the supply food chain. They do. Of life. So, and they yeah. Help, they, can, they can help pollinate as well. I mean, they have like purposes, so. I don't know what they're pollinating in here. We ain't got no flowers. <laughs> These flies are not living out their purpose right now. Um, so I've, I've been trying to give them pep talks. I've I been like, guys, y'all are better than this. You need to go out in the world and like live, live your life and do what you were supposed to do. You nah, know? These flies have been on social media too much and they've seen the glamorous <laughs> van life. And so one rolls up and they're like, guys, let's go live in the van. <laughs> that's what it feels like. So yeah, that that's our current situation as we start recording this podcast covered in flies. Yeah. It makes the space, I feel like a cow, honestly. Yeah. It just makes the space feel a lot dirtier than it is. Mm. Like, yeah, it does. Like, that's a good way I, to And I can't it. get rid of them. That's that's the problem with me. I'm like, it's not that... I've wiped down this table three times in the last half day. Mm -hmm. You know, every time we do something, I'm trying to, like, keep the space clean so they don't hang around, but they're hanging around. So Yeah. Maybe just, they like us. Yeah. And we've, like, we just did all this laundry. And so <laughs> yeah. it's just like, the flies just make... I'm like, it's not dirty. And yet... You're making here, it here dirty. You're, you, you give the appearance like it's dirty, you dirty flies. Yeah, well, this is quite the welcome back into being in the van because we've actually spent a good amount of time not living in the van over the last 10 days or so. Um, we kind of had a busy, busy 10 days. We've been kind of popping all over the place. Yeah, I went a full seven nights without sleeping in the van. Only seven? I kind of thought it was right? more. We slept in that Sunday night. Yeah, and then Monday. And you got back on a Monday. I got back on a Monday. So, yeah, it felt longer. 
Yeah, do the math. Yeah, Monday to Monday, there's yes. seven days in the week. Yes. <laughs> I don't good know job, if, like, counting that day would make it eight. But yeah, you did go seven nights without sleeping in the van. Yeah. Does it, when you do that, like, does it, does it feel like forever since you've stayed in there? Like, when you come back I after feel like seven it feels, nights. I feel like you're feeling that more than I am, and you slept in the van. <laughs> That's the question for you. Okay. Yes, it did feel that way. <laughs> um, but, like, I don't know. When you get back to it and you get in the van, like, are you, like, that sense of home? You're like, oh, I'm in my home bed. I'm back in my home. Yes. Like, the van feels that way to you yes. after having been away. Yeah. I would say it feels the same for me, too, and I think that's just because we've been doing this for two and a half years. So, at this point, that is the bed you've been sleeping in for two and a half years. Yes. Yes. But, yes, yes. 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 <laughs> we did have quite the week and a half, though, outside of the van. Um, we left the mountains, traveled into Denver for a very specific purpose. We had an Airbnb for five days, four nights in Denver because we were going to Red Rocks with our friends, Justin, Justin and Cusick from Nashville to see King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard play two nights back to back, three hour sets, no repeats. There are just so many details to include <laughs> when yes. talking about and that And then experience. Rego over, too. <laughs> yes, yes. Circle like, how many nights two. did they play, Ames? They played two nights. Each night, how long <laughs> did they play for, Caleb? Yeah, three hours. And in those three-hour sets, six hours total, did you ever hear the same song? I did not. There was not a nigh a repeat on their set list in two nights of six-hour songs. Six hours worth of songs. If you've caught up with us recently like in the last couple years or talked to us or listened to this podcast or anything you have probably heard us mention king gizzard and the lizard wizard if you don't know who they are stop listening immediately go look them up um they are i don't even know how to describe a genre surfing band of psychedelic rockers that are prolific that's what the word i keep on prolific I've seen some people describe them as that, and that's the only word I can describe them as. Um, I understand that word. You know, like those words you understand, but you're like, I feel like I need to look it up. Just well, okay. So you know the prefix pro. So then just they're lithic. They're pro lithic. Oh, lithic. Yeah. Do you know what lithic is? It's very lithic. So they produce much fruit or foliage or many offspring. (laughs) They they have been doing that. And if they want to, I'm open if they want to produce more offspring. (laughs) Oh, okay. Um, yeah, they, I mean, they're, I think they're a game changer in the music world. They are pushing boundaries, defying any kind, they like defy any kind of box you try to put them in. Um, yeah, they're awesome. Definitely check them out. But yes, I, everyone asks like who we're going to see and I'm always like, okay, are you like, do you want to take notes? Cause typically when people <laughs> ask, I got to repeat it like five times and I'm kind of, I'm not sick of it. I like saying the name. Yeah. So people are kind of blown away, but King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. We actually, I think we have a podcast episode with Cusick solely on King Giz. Um, yeah. Back if you check our... out the Midday Ramblings with Q series, I do think we have one that's where we literally just ramble about King Gizzard. Um, but we'd had that on the calendar, you know, for quite a while. Since uh, May 5th of 2020 was when these schedule, when, when these shows were originally scheduled, I actually had to pull up my email confirmation when we bought the tickets, which was in November of 2019. But I think everyone knows what happened 
in 2020 mm-hmm. and then 2021. And then since they were from Australia, it kept on getting postponed even more till finally they happened in October of 2022. Yeah. So it was uh, almost three years in the making from when we bought the tickets to when we actually get to go to the show. Yeah. And this is something we've been looking forward to for a really long time, not only because of the grandiose event of two marathon sets back-to-back nights with no repeats. I wanted to say epic, replaced it with grandiose. Prolificness. Prolificness. So not only was that like just so exciting to us, but also our friends, our really, really good friends, Justin and Cusick from Nashville. Wait, where are they from? Nash, Nash Vegas. We're doing quizzes on all this. <laughs> they were going to fly in and go to the show with us. Um, neither of them have been to a show at Red Rocks before. So just all these things. Very, very exciting. Three years in the making. Wait, um, how many years? <laughs> why do you keep questioning? Uh, oh, I can't. I can't. Well, you think, okay, I'm basically, uh, you think I'm repeating myself? Yes. <laughs> I can't express enough just how, I don't know, how epic it was. Epic. 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 That's why I have to epic. keep repeating the details. Anyway, so yeah, that's why we haven't stayed in the band, because we decided to collaborate and share mm-hmm. an Airbnb with some former roommates. I roomed with Justin for a year. And that Wait, was where a are de- they from? That was a defining year. You know what? I think everyone already knows. <laughs> I don't even got to say it. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, they stayed out here for four nights. Mm-hmm. And then on the weekend, I flew up to Washington. Washington, not the capital. Not D.C. But the P&W, that's Pacific Northwest, for a wedding. And, yeah, Amy, you kind of stayed in town at a friend's driveway. Uh, in the van, though, for the first time. You got to sleep in the van. Yeah, I was so. doing like a, I was doing like a half and half, um, staying at our friend Sam's house. Um, she graciously opened up her driveway, let me stay there. Um, but I had a house right there too, so it was a little half and half. Yeah, so that that has been very nice as a spot to sleep in mm-hmm. in Denver. And then obviously um, hanging out with Sam is always yes. awesome. And so yeah, that's where we are, and now we've come out from that to the fly apocalypse. <laughs> to the fly apocalypse, yes. So I feel very ready to get back to our normal van life routine, and I know we kind of talked about this. A couple days ago um, and we're not quite there yet to where we can like really settle down and plant like we do sometimes why the plant in but we're getting closer <laughs> why to plant in this is just a weird time because uh, yeah. like yeah i i think i brought up this morning i was like when was the last time we stayed in the van like the same spot for, for like five, five nights. nights in a row mm-hmm. and i mean i don't, I don't know i was I saying i think it math. was august it might have been. Well, I still remember, and I kind of I was thinking about this this morning. Um, those August weeks where we were at Twin Lakes and you were paddleboarding every morning with your coffee, mm-hmm. and then we like left to go shoot a wedding, and then came back, and you're like, I know these times are ending, so like you took advantage of a few more, and then you're like, that's probably it. And I'm like, what? It's only August, but yeah, since September hit, or kind of the end of August, it it felt like every the we're, fast we're having... forward button got pushed. It did. Someone stepped on it. Mm-hmm. We're going at like 1.5 to 2.0 speed now. And it's just been a whirlwind, but it's been a fun whirlwind. It has. And that's that's like the two sides of it, right? It's like, it's so fun. Like, I don't know if you can like hear the excitement in my voice of how much we really enjoyed those shows at Red Rocks and have been looking forward to them. Like literally those are some of the best nights of my life. They're going to be. How many nights did they play? 
two. For back how to long? Back. Where did our friends come from? What are their names? <laughs> but like those, those nights were one of those like those core memories or like those moments of like, oh man, that that was a pillar of 2022. It was, and so it's always it's been these great moments. <laughs> but there's also then that longing in me of like, oh, I'm so ready to slow down, plant get routines back in order. I mean, you were, we were saying even today, like get, just like get our, our bodies back in like a routine, like, you know, getting them in the routine of sleeping and eating and drinking and like all yeah, the basic Yeah, even though we were like in Denver in the same like house for a few nights, you know, just all that, the last like week or so has just kind of been, you know, just taking each day at a time, but not, yeah, in a very different like lifestyle. Because we even we were talking about like the rest of this week and kind of this weekend. And I tried to go into next week in terms of planning. And you were like, let's just get the next two days figured out. You're like, I can't really think past yeah. that. Yeah. I was like, no, 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 no. That is kind of the stage we're in and the state we've been in for the last month and a half is kind of just thinking like literally half week at a time. I feel like, you know, the next yeah. two or three days at a time. It's like, I know we have stuff planned or for like five days out, but mm-hmm. no, we need to think about these next two days first and then we'll get to those next days that's kind of that's kind of how these seasons go yeah but we're also starting to wind down the season it's like hey i see the end in sight yeah yeah which is you know kind of spurs you on a little bit but i kind of journaled this morning about it which i haven't been journaling so this is what that's kind of one practice that i won't say fell by the wayside but i feel like this is the season where i put all that self-work like in the practice Mm -hmm. you know the rest of the work the rest of the year from like journaling and um, you know, I finished the workout program I was on. Props to myself. Yeah. Weird flex, but okay. Uh, <laughs> Snaps. But so, yeah, now I'm in this period of like, all right, kind of just like maintaining, sustaining myself, but then also like, yeah, putting, I'm, I'm on the court. I'm playing ball now, you know? I do think something. <laughs> For a sports na- analogy. I'm not just practicing. Yeah. This is like. Wait, all right, practice? This, yeah, we're talking talk about, about. I'm not talking practice? about practice. I'm talking about game time right now. We in the game. <laughs> Put me on the court. You me on are the court, really coach. good at that. At you, when you have, when, when the world slows down, when your world slows down, you are very good about doing your practices that like sustain you like journaling or meditation or yoga, working out, whatever it is. And then in these busy times, like we've had the last month and a half, you are good at a lot of times, like those things don't happen, but like you put into practice what you were yeah, they're what not you just, were building they're not up. just done they were just practice for like now like mm-hmm. you know i'm now focusing and channeling that energy into other avenues that mm-hmm. require my focus yeah. so yeah i feel like that's what this season is and it's like yeah we don't really get to i mean i'm enjoying the whole process but mm-hmm. it's not just like oh sitting out and looking out at the beautiful views day in and day out of where we're parked and where we're traveling to it's kind of like um you know just yeah a day at a time taking the next step getting shit done and in order to do that though you have to stay completely aware and present of like the moment you're in and what's going on during that time you know because something with these like good habits and routines that fill our cups sometimes if you really step out of that routine and are like present with the day ahead of you or the time that you're in at that moment like maybe that's not what it calls for you know like oh man, I would love to wake up and have my coffee and meditate for 15 minutes and then do a 45 minute workout and blah, blah, blah. But maybe 
if you were to actually try to do that on that day, it'd be too much. Yeah. You know, like you'd be squeezing it in because you have other things that are actually should take priority over that. Yeah. You know, it's like it's harvest season now. I'm, I'm picking the fruits of my labor and I'm sharing them with people. It actually the harvest moon was the last full moon. Exactly. So That's what this season is. It feels like it feels like I'm harvesting and, and giving out. Who are, you gi- who are you giving it out to? Um, do you feel like you've received? <laughs> well, I don't know. Whoever. It's just now it's it's being channeled out. Yeah. Not being kept in. Yeah. Or like built inside. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It's so interesting how that can line up with the seasons too. Without maybe intentionally trying to do that. I think it just happens as humans. And I think we're like, even though we try maybe like in our little sticks and bricks... In sticks our, and bricks in our air conditioned boxes that we live in nowadays we can try and like cut out the the cycles of the seasons but they're still there but you, you know, know what i you, bet there's no flies in those in the sticks i and bet bricks. there's some people still have flies in the sticks <laughs> and bricks we're just living amongst nature and uh, you know i've always embraced that but i should be embracing this i guess with a hundred flies <laughs> flying around our van that is also nature they're also a part of the food chain and yeah. life cycle. So yeah. who am I to say, get out of my space? I'm on their land. I guess so they can point. come in if they want. <laughs> I guess that's a good point. Yeah. But yeah, we are starting to close this chapter and starting to move on. Next thing, I mean, next thing you know, we're going to be moving onward and upwards or downwards. Southwards. To our next, <laughs> to our next adventure, to our next chapter. Um, I can't believe it's already here. Like, I, I get kind of speechless, I well, guess, when I think here. about it. No. It's not here, but... You're still trying to jump ahead. Not there trying you go. to jump ahead. I just see... I'm just saying I see it. Yeah, you see it. Yeah. You see it. I'm not trying to jump ahead, but I definitely see it. Yeah. Maybe you should just keep it short today. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's still pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll keep it short and sweet today and try to continue to... Either learn to coexist or get rid of these flies. I don't know. Yeah, that's where we need to focus. Instead of podcasting, we need to put our work and energy back into figuring out this fly. <laughs> I don't want to call it a problem because that's saying like some living creature's life is a problem. But there's literally two flies like having sex on my laptop right now. Okay, I don't know why. They're just eyeing each other down. No, They're not even touching. No, one of them was just on top of the other one. Okay, whatever. <laughs> So that means we're going to have a new fly in here in a matter of seconds, right? I'm telling you, we're, we're at this point cultivating generations. There was a 10-year high school reunion over by the sink earlier today. Um, <laughs> you love that joke. you got to stop with it. You laughed at it earlier and I had to bring it back for the podcast, okay? So. Well, thank you so much for tuning in and listening. We will catch you next time. Peace. Out. Out.